and your significant other won't be so embarrassed to take you out in public. Find them on Twitter at Trait Merch. Trait Merch, protect your feet from rugs. Still my all-time favorite. Did so good. Leave Make sure you guys overload? do. Don't despair. Swipe right on lizard ladies and find yourself the perfect match. Pick one of the sexy lizards on open sea or DM the Lemurian matchmaker at lizard ladies to create a custom one just for you. With the flick of a wick and a little bit of eat, you can even add a baby to your lizard mama or request a family portrait including your creep. Just because your daddy wasn't there doesn't mean you don't have to be. But choose wisely. Your lizard lady might help you make a spy bird deflect to your wallet through a giveaway, give you a baby creep, or just spend your internet magic money sitting around looking pretty. So give lizard love a chance and find your match in Lemuria. But hurry, there are only 111 lizard ladies for the baddest 1% of creeps with the thickest of wicks. Visit and follow Lizard Ladies with a Z on Twitter and OpenSea. That's Lizard Ladies with a Z on Twitter and OpenSea. Stay freaky, y'all. Fuck yes. And with that, it's time to kick this motherfucker off. This painting here, I bought it 10 years ago for $60,000. I could sell it today for $600. Welcome to the greatest late night DJ show on Twitter. It's all of us radio and we came to party, baby. The metaverse, crypto. Hey, what's going on, Lord? Bro, like, this is one of the best shows, like, best shows I've been on. You're a phenomenal host. Fan. I remember the 24-hour spaces. I remember all the spaces when the project launched. Uh, I, when I heard you were going to be here, I had to come to the bar. You know, I'll shamelessly plug Laura Lord's NFT right now. Go ahead and buy that. <laughs> it's going to sit you up here just like I am with, like, legends. I'm not fucking leaving. Ladies and fucking gentlemen, we ain't going nowhere, motherfuckers. We came to fucking party and the big shit happened. Bro, you know how we start off every motherfucking episode with shoutouts. Big Bad Britney is here. Fucking Big Dick Eddie is here. The legendary Robbie. Can we not wait to talk to this guy? Even all of his radio is in the house. Big Bad motherfucking Rango is here. So you know it's real. Candle, sir, candle. Holy shit. I feel honored and blessed that you are here, my man. Thank you for hanging out with us. Big bad late night crew, Dave, putting in that hard work overnight so you don't have to. It's just Bibbles, bro. Not fucking big time celebrity. It's just Bibbles. Fucking maintain your chill. You know what I'm saying? We got big bad Grant in the house. No way Jose is here. We got Crypto Miyagi. Oh shit, wax on, wax off, homie. Trying to get this fucking ETH merge on. What the fuck is up? Bam! What's up, Eddie? What's up, Britt? I'm psyched. I'm happy for tonight. Ready to go. Let's fucking go, G. Uh, it's the Rob- first work day from Labor Day, bro. We're ready. Yeah. That work. <laughs> we work weekends as well, bro. We work fucking weekends. You know it. Robbie, bro, I hope that wasn't too intense for you. How are you doing today, bro? Bro, that was like a blast from the past i don't even know like i'm 25 so i got to experience the radio era like right at the jump right so like you threw me back hard bro i haven't listened to the radio in a minute (laughs) (laughs) fuck yeah bro uh fuck yeah man fucking uh it's been fun dude we uh um i've been putting together intros oh i don't know dude since august of last year uh when doing the spaces and the ads are fairly fucking new uh but we thought it'd be fun to put a new twist on an old game you know what i mean with these ads uh dude no it's super refreshing i i loved it like i I liked it a lot. It was it was very entertaining. You kept me along with you every time. The pacing was good. It was, it was all great. Fuck Love yeah. It. I appreciate that, Robbie, man. Fucking, uh, uh, I think first we're just going to fucking check in with everybody. Uh, Robbie's here to talk to us about his project, Fruit Loops. We're going to get into all of that. We're going to learn about his journey. We're going to learn about everything that's fucking going on. But Eddie, Britt, how are you guys doing? Eddie, I feel like you have a rant that you want to put out. Fucking, let's fucking hear it, bro. Let's fucking go. 
Bro, I'm gonna pause on the rant because I almost cried when I called into the fucking down bad hotline, and uh, they really didn't. Uh, I didn't get no response back. It just beeped at the end, so I think I was good to go. But was it uh, you? That was you that left that message. I forgot, to, <laughs> I forgot to fucking check the down bad fucking hotline. Uh, I'll, I'll pull that up, but you uh, you go right into it, doggy. Uh, while I look this up, let me let me dig through the transcripts here. I got the documents. Give me just a second, bro. I I just I got wrecked, bro. I I've been doing just dumb stuff, hustling through, you know, fucking sent sent east to the wrong to someone's random ass wallet. It wasn't mine, and uh, fucking. Uh, tried to sell something for point seven, sold it for point zero seven. I'm fucking. I just got wrecked, bro. Oh, no, this is today, I'm living bro. And, and I'm glad I'm not. Uh, I'm not in tears. Um, I was pretty much in tears when I called the hotline, and I thought I was gonna get some sort of therapy on there, but uh, <laughs> there wasn't even a good buy. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh fuck uh that made me laugh bro hold on one second all right first of all we do have to take care of these things uh hey if you have not already man make sure that you check out lord's little villains uh also fucking if you want if you like those ads man make sure you get an ad token uh they're fun bro the, the whole point of it is just fun if you want to insult one of your friends you want me to insult one of your friends for you uh add a funny music background to it let me know i'm happy to do it if you really got something legit that you want to promote fuck and let me know and uh and uh, i'm happy to do that as well um i'm looking for the fucking uh down bad hotline is it on the all of us radio account yes it is all right hold on i'm trying to pull it up bro uh I'll go post it up. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so uh, the Down Bad Hotline, also for those of you who don't know, uh, you can call in, man. You got a Down Bad story? Uh, I want to hear it. And uh, Eddie is right. There is no therapy session after, dog. It's just so that you can vent and get it out. Uh, and here's here's Eddie's. I want to I want to fucking kind of read this vibe for like word for word. All right, well I thought I was up, okay, and I think that's all these story. That's how all these stories start. So I'm flipping a couple projects. Clitoria fucking punks V3 and I'm not feeling on top of the world uh, end up getting a rare pretty uh, pretty reveal and sold all kinds before revealing and then yeah realize uh, feeling you know you never really made money he's always just been holding always just been you know buying this past week so like I guess it's Brit in the background uh, so like I was just a great trader man so I'm trying to join the funky too and I do end up saving kind of flipping my money up to that and I go buy one instantly boom and once I buy it I spent like four or something on it 24 7 or something like that then turn it around and I'll go sell it but I'm gonna go list it for seven and I don't know what I did I I actually just had the best sex ever right before and then i go on web three and i start getting fucked <laughs> and i put this zero seven listing up for i don't know what i was thinking it obviously got tonight and instantly lost like 600 bucks or something like that and just man i wasn't feeling well the past five days and then yesterday that hit me like what the fuck was i thinking and just moving too fast bro but i'm really feeling down bad huh that's sister <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Google Translate's fucked. That's that's what? That's the learning curve right there. So I just paid tuition to the School of Hard Knocks and I will never do some shit like that again. Fucking Eddie, bro. Uh, okay, the audio does not, the, the transcript does not do it justice. Hearing the story from his mouth, like we got to start playing the the actual audio, the actual voicemail from now on. Because right, that. that story from his mouth is hilarious. Okay, I think that's how all these stories start. So, I'm flipping a couple projects. Um, Pretoria. Nah, we get it. We get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's not down. working, bro. Shut Tell us, dude. <laughs> so you fucking you try to list something for point seven, and the Cryptoria is the shit that you've been up on this whole time. You fucking listed for point zero. All the money I got from Cryptoria just got sucked no, down the drain, dog. Oh, I know, bro. I'm the worst. Feeling like the man, getting all sexed up in the morning, getting fucked in the evening, bro, and not the way. Yeah, that I thought you I was gonna be like Robbie in a couple weeks and have a fucking Macy, and nah, my plans fucking derailed. Damn, uh, Robbie, fucking, I hope you're okay, man. It's fucking, we're, I promise, we're getting to yo, it, doggy. Yo, McKee, don't, no apologies here, brother. This is, I'm chilling. This is great. I'm listening. I'm entertained. That's what I'm here for. 
Fuck yeah, brother. Um, dude, uh, that sucks. Eddie fucking, uh, well, I mean, usually we save this segment for the end, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, Robbie, we got to get a, we got to get a sense of your, your degenism, um, here. We, we have a few questions that we ask everybody, uh, uh, guests kind of find out gauge, um, fucking, you know, if they're degen or not. So the, the first thing I'm going to, the first thing I guess I want to ask and, and Brittany, you can remind me if I got the questions wrong, but, um, have you ever been a part of a rug have you ever been rugged robbie uh i i have been rugged yeah i've been rugged all right what, what's your rug story oh man which one do we want to go for okay the biggest biggest l okay that i that i i feel like i've gotten rugged on was um abracadabra it was uh that stuff on on that i think uh i think it was uh what's that blockchain shit um Anyways, this D five pool, okay, okay. It was like five thousand percent APO APY. I'm <laughs> trying to play in DeFi, you know, like I'm you know, getting from NFT degenism into DeFi, yo, I saw that shit. I put forty bands in there. Ten Ethereum at the time. This is when Ethereum was really high. And I was like, yo, if I leave it in here for a month, this is gonna get me like forty, okay? And then after here I'll be at hundred and then I'll get a board eight. And I was thinking Bro, I was making a thousand bucks a day until one week in, and I lost like thirty thousand dollars in one week. <laughs> Fuck, Jeez, bro! Well, oh well. my god! Oh my god! Dude, that hurts! Holy fuck! Uh- <laughs> I don't think you could get rugged any harder. <laughs> yo, that was great, bro. I was like, yo, I'm up so damn good right now bro i'm making a thousand bucks a day doing shit bro a week and boom i got slapped in the face i was like yo i'm a, I, I can't even <laughs> robbie that's fucking robbie wild. i would have quit my job and then fuck my whole life up a thousand dollars a day i was like um <laughs> that is always the dude's mentality is it like i'm fucking quitting dog i remember when luby was hit and i was like that's it babe i'm out and she's like the fuck you are dude uh you got fucking <laughs> does luby pay health insurance motherfucker no it does not uh get your ass back to work bitch uh so fucking yeah it's always the dude's response i'm quitting i'm out fuck it uh <laughs> thank god we have wives bro could you imagine a bunch of degenerates running around uh without a significant other uh robbie what's your biggest win bro my biggest win is a beautiful story okay so i'm in the space i'm kind of doing pretty okay let's just say this is uh let's say this is like uh september last year about a year ago so i'm looking around i just made my biggest purchase which was a blip map at the time it was from five ethereum i was like dude i'm balling i just bought this blip map Right after buying MeBits, by the way. I chose MeBits in the Board 8 MeBit War, by the way. That's a big meme right there. That's oh, God. Chose me. Um, and Because uh, I wanted a punk so bad when I got on the space. Because I got him before the apes came out. Anyway, so I got a blimp map. And I'm watching this community member. And they go by Dame.Eth. D-A-M-E dot ETH. And they're like, hey, I just saw Dom, the creator of uh, blimp map, who's also the creator of Vine and a few other popular things in web two. He um he just launched a smart contract. There's a certain amount and it's a free mint. Go through here and this is how you met the free contract. The, through through the smart contract. I was like, bet, okay. Go in there on my computer. I meant two of these. I meant I believe it was number sixty nine and like <laughs> three hundred and no, I'm serious. Like I actually got like sixty nine by Fuck chance. Yes. Like three hundred number three hundred sixty out of a thousand. I don't know what it was. Anyway, this project was called Loop. Okay, I don't know if y'all remember loot at the time. I I saw that this just started flying, you know. I was like, Yo, what is going on here? So I started. I listed one. I got them both for free, by the way. This was in Ethereum. It was three thousand bucks at the time. I listed one for point six nine. Bro, that shit sold instantly, and I was like, damn, this is crazy. And then people started talking about this trait called a, a divine robe. It was like a, a sanction or like a metadata on this on this black list of words that. People were saying, this is the rarest thing. Like, if you have this, you're part of the council. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? I started seeing people listening it, bro. This shit started flying. Everyone wanted this 
thing in the NFT space. It was the NFT. Bro, I listed that shit for 50 Ethereum. Just like, yo, let me just see if this touches there. Oh my God. 24 hours later, bro, that shit sold and my life changed. No and, way, Robbie. And it was $150,000 at that time. Oh, so, dude, what a fucking blessing, bro. That uh, was the biggest dub from a free mint, by the way. Free. A free mint? Ah, uh, dude. Well, 25 So when you realize your life changed, Robbie, where, like, what, like, what were you doing? Like, when you looked and you saw that open sea said your item sold, like, what were you doing? Okay, so this is going to get sort of dramatic here, but my story at the time was I just had started my second year of, of grad school. Um, I'm a musician. Well, I, I, I'm an artist, but let's just say my main medium is through music and then extended beyond that my main instrument was trumpet so trumpet was my voice and my instrument at the time it was what i used to express myself and create art um specifically jazz jazz and latin music so it started my class yeah dude i'm i'm a jazz musician i'm this is what i do i i you know was trained in classical music i went through the ropes i went through an art school through like sixth grade through 12th grade uh, then went to move to Philadelphia to study arts on a scholarship, got my undergrad, went into my graduate studies, keep on sort of in the music industry and business. Um, anyways, I'm living in my house in an apartment in Philadelphia in Center City. And um, a month before then, I just started this year, but my I, me and my longtime girlfriend broke up. And my girlfriend at that time, was my girlfriend since I was 13 years old. So I had known that woman and she's been a part of my life for like 10 years, um, pretty much my whole childhood into my adulthood. And we broke up and I was going through a really, really, really tough time. She left the house. I was all by myself. I just, I was in the NFT world sort of part time before then. But then, you know, as I'm sort of participating in the space more and more that happened in the middle of that pain. So it was a crazy feeling cause I was just down so bad and so hurt and depressed. And I got that news that changed my life financially and, and every way possible. It, it changed me as a person cause I was able to do so much more and learn so much more, but it, it was such a, a mixed feeling at the time because I, I got all these threat, this treasure and these riches. And then I felt at that moment, that I didn't have anyone to share it with. And it was kind of like a weird feeling. But I don't necessarily feel that way now. I'm just saying how it felt then. So at that moment, that's exactly what I went through. See, I'm a petty motherfucker. As soon as I found out that I won all that, I would have cashed in a fucking shitload of pennies, put them in a bag, and told that broad she forgot something. And I would have just chucked it at her when she fucking came by, bro. That's fucking, that's the level of petty that I'm fucking at, bro. Um, but congratulations on you for fucking being a bigger yeah. man. I actually earned the name Petty Eddie a long time ago, and uh, if I got that, if I got that type of bread right off the bat, one, it would have changed my life. I mean, it would change my life for sure. But one hundred percent, I ain't thinking about nobody in the past there at that go. point. That's a. I'm crying That's with hundred dollar bills on Instagram and shit. I'm, I'm gonna be wiping my my tears with these hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, oh my Maybe god! Making sure she's checking that. the stories. Uh, I'm doing wild yeah. shit, bro. It, it, was i started filling up tissue boxes with pills that i was printing out and then like i made my toilet out of like ethereum coins no i'm playing <laughs> yeah. um, crying i was thinking like money phone this guy no toilet ethereum coins. yeah yeah it was all like you know uh what's that what's that silver called sterling silver bro and i had ethereum logo printed all over that shit Yo, bitches were loving on that shit when they came through with all that money. What's up? <laughs> Bro, it's like a jail toilet fucking transcribed with fucking, it's got like ETH burned into it and shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck, bro. Uh, Damn. <laughs> oh, that's sick, Robbie. That's if, fucking sick, dude. If I came up on that much ETH, I think I would have to like get it tatted or buy some sort of monument or something, but. That's fucking perfect, man. God damn, dude. Uh, that what is a, that's yeah. fucking baller, Robbie. That's fucking some of the most baller shit I've ever heard. Uh, Eddie, we need to cut that clip and make sure we add that into the intro, bro. Uh, that's fucking baller. Yeah, I'm trying to manifest a come up, a come up like that too, but I don't know if the space is 
gonna bless you like that. I'm happy I did for you, man. I'm trying to get like you for real. Yo, that was God's plan. I don't know how to say it one way or another, but there was how could that happen and why would that happen to me? Who knows? But through that, I was able to deliver on a lot of things. I got so many opportunities in the space, got work in the space, I got to buy a few of the NFT products I wanted to at the time. It opened the doors for me in all sorts of ways possible. But I was there for the moment. You know, I've been I was in the space for a few months really put the time in to study what was going on, was watching all the right people, you can say, you know, I was on my game. So um, it was luck, but I was on my Q's and T's. Like, I was I was on that shit. Fuck yeah. Luck is just when opportunity and preparation meet each other. So, yeah, if you're not prepared, then luck isn't going to come to you. That's awesome. I love that for you, for real. All right, Robbie, last question here, last DJ question here. You have one ETH. What do you do with it? Right now? Right or now. like, I'm keeping that shit in my wallet as one ETH. Right now. Right now. But if you were to ask me what I would have done with it a month ago, I would have bought some ENS four digits. Okay? I finally understand it personally. Right now, I felt like two days ago, I went through the epiphany and I see the value in it now. So I don't, that makes me another level of degenerate, but I, I, it just clicked. All right. Do you, do you want to enlighten us on what, what clicked for you? Oh man. I, listen, a lot of people so, talked about the community of four digits. And I, I mean, I've also seen memes enlighten of that type of community to like the license plate community in the real world. So I'm wondering like where, where your view fits into one side or the other of that just, spectrum. No, just, uh, I, first of all, I sought out people, and this is what I always do with something that I don't understand. Okay, first, I seek out the people that do, and I need to know why they understand, and have them sort of walk me through that process, their thought process, so I can sort of walk it in, and bring it into my own. So I hit up these two guys, soy.eth, which I've been following for a long time in the space, soy.eth, and I, and I hit up Daniel Got This, which is the He's an eight, but he also owns 260.eth. Numbers, Eddie, I think Eddie asked me this. Numbers are infinite, and numbers have infinite meanings, and they represent infinite things to infinite people. So forever, numbers will continue to exist, and they have existed, and they will exist. They're that sort of like God thing. Like we can't even fathom the beginning or end of numbers. And everything can mean anything to anyone. So these numbers, I know for me, for example, 251. What does that mean for anyone here? Anything? Okay, 251 is the most common chord progression of all time. It's the most common musical progression to get from this place to that place to that place. From the 2 to the 5, and 5 always resolves to 1. If I had 251, what dollar price would I put on that? Nothing. It's infinite. It means everything to me. Like, I don't know, like, who else does that mean everything for? Probably someone else for different reasons, or the same people that value the same things for that. Or, for example, 36251, or 3625 would be like a four digit that's a popular musical progression that means everything to me. Or my birthday, 0425. Imagine if I could be represented as those things forever and ever and live on the blockchain, I could pass it on to my children and then my children's children. If we, if we see Ethereum as the mother computer and the network for all things possible moving forward, or if it's going to be multi-chain and Ethereum will be sort of like the mother chain, which I think most of us see that, um, then we've, we're going to value this stuff for a long time and people will continue valuing that. So, bro, what's your take on this merge that just happened and, and what's going on with that? Like, where, where is your mindset on, on everything that's happening right now? Because you said you were going to save the ETH. I'm assuming it has something to do with this merge that's happening. It's exactly because of that reason. I just don't know what the direction of this whole thing is going, how this space is going to react. That's just a safety call. Like, I'm not willing to put in risk into something at this moment because I need to see how that plays out before I make any other financial decisions. So if I had some ETH, I might split it between like 0.5 and a, if I had like one ETH, for example, I might split 0.5 into my main, into my MetaMask wallet, whether it's hot or cold, and then put the, another 0.5 on an exchange like Coinbase or whatever your preferred exchange is. So I have the ability to pull in or pull out whatever at necessary times or change some of that, um, like one ETH into like some stables or something like, just cause you don't know how Ethereum is going to react in price action. So, a lot of stuff right now, my decisions are based off of risk adverse. I'm, I don't think the risk is 
is for me at this moment in my current situation. So that's what I would say I would do with one ETH. Fucking interesting, bro. I, I'm fucked. I'm tapped out. I don't have one ETH to give you. Um, but I was just curious what, what, what you would do if you had it. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, that's wild, bro. Um, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, the, the numbers thing is, is, is big for me, man. Uh, in the sense that, uh, I shouldn't say it's big for me. It's big in the community. Uh, and I, I'm not going to lie. I, more than once, I laughed at them because at first it was like three digits are pumping. And then as soon as the three digits were done, there was already somebody that's like four is next. And then fucking five. And I was like six. Uh, but it looks like it did pump, man. It looks like it's something that fucking that, that. And it makes sense when you put it that way. I hadn't really thought of it that way for something that's going to live on forever and ever and ever. So like my your kids birthdays, how many people put that on as a tattoo, right? You know what I mean? 102101. It's like that there's something significant. What if you want a 102101 to be their wallet forever? Um, I don't know, man. So I guess it does have some significance. I, Eddie, you mentioned license plates. Uh, fucking clue me into that one real quick. No, it was just like, because I was on the end of not understanding what these numbers would be relevant in use case. But if it's really just meaning, you know, obviously, like I said, you can't put a price on uh, on that attachment or what that meaning could be. So um, the license plate thing was just like, you know, we all get random numbers uh, and letters in your license plate, just mash mine. And there's not like really a community. We're all California state license plate holders, or we all have, uh, you know, the black license plate instead of the white license plate in California. Like there's no real community in holding ID numbers or anything. So it was just like thinking in the future, like where it could, where could randomization numbers like uh, form a community? But I, I'm understanding what Robbie, what Robbie was saying. Now. I mean, I and also just an ob- observation based on the fact that I was on the same page as everyone here. I'm like, this is absolutely absurd. Why the fuck would anyone badly? This doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, yo, hold up. People are saying the exact same shit about us. What's the monkey pictures? What's the losers? Whatever. So I'm like, yo, if I'm thinking someone else is insane for something, Am I just not looking at myself in the mirror? So I took a step back, peeped, and I see that there's a community forming around this shit. Look Asia. Look at Europe. There's other markets besides the U.S. and besides what's in front of us in our own circles about people appreciating these things. Look at Turkey, Brazil, and I believe, um, shit, man, there's some countries that really have a high share in the NFT space that no one's really talking about. Um, Turkey, Brazil, and uh, fuck me. Well, just to summarize what you said, too, in the beginning, is this is, like, numbers are forever, and right now you're naming, you know, a bunch of different nation states and stuff, and and it's like, okay, well, this numbers really do bring everybody together, so that, like, that alone shows that more people are going to want numbers than actual words, you know, of of certain certain languages. Like, that, that already shows there's a bigger base. Yes. Also, I'll touch base real quick because I know we've been talking about this for a while. There's other numbers in other languages. Like there's Arabic numbers, there's Chinese numbers, all this. But just think about how everyone counts in this world today. Dollars, English, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like people value those things because those numbers transcend borders at this moment. Where you can, and probably for our foreseeable lifetime. Give me, I wanted to get more into your idea, uh, mainly because I want to know what you think needs to happen for it to kind of be adopted, right? When we talk about mass adoption, but, and I love the way that you put it, uh, the, the, what did you say? You said that Ethereum, the mother of all computers, what what was the phrase you used? I I think I said like mother network. I don't know. I was kind of on a float. Yeah. 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 You're on. So fucking, uh, do you what do you think is going to have to happen for people to really see that 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 it's going to be the world's computer? I think people will not realize it's the world's computer and will just jump on just like how we go on worldwide web today. People won't need to realize that they're on Ethereum network. Simple as that. It's it's oblivious. It's like ignorance. It's bliss. Like we can all just continue to exist on our regular daily lives and this just becomes a part of everything. Tokens become a part of everything without needing to know. Blockchain technology becomes a part of everything we, without we needing to know smart contracts, all this shit will continue to be implemented and people don't need to think about it. We don't need to know. I think that's the key for ultimate mass adoption and it'll happen. Crazy, bro. I love that shit, man. Um, homie. That sounds like etherism, like a new religion hey. forming for us over here. 
Yeah, dude, it's a. It one- doesn't even have to be East, though. I'm just, I'm, I'm not an East Maxi. Like it doesn't have to be. I, I mean, even though I'm mostly invested in Ethereum and my project is being built on Ethereum, I believe we're going to be multi-chain. I believe things are going to be cross-chain, and we're going to have different channels and bridges that'll be more and more efficient in the future. It's just going to take time. My biggest bet and my hedge against what's going to happen is always on Ethereum interesting bro and that was a nice fucking segue there robbie uh nice fucking segue there bud uh i want to talk about your project homie uh fill us in so um i i know very very little bit uh little about it so you're gonna have to let us know but what i do know is it involves fucking characters it involves cartoons it it, it involves your your will and desire to get that on a network Tell me more about that, bro. I, I have so many, so many questions, uh, uh, and, and I want to hear your side, and then I'll fire off the, the questions I got. Okay, so we'll get the real alpha here because this is what this, – this just feels real, right? Philly is here. We're on radio. Big first podcast type of thing. I'll give you the real scoop of what's going on. So Fruit Loop started early on it started like january i think that's when ed motions the artist for the project my business partner and my partner my man love him um he started creating this and i think he posted the first thing on like january 4th you can check on his ig something like that um he got this idea because uh invisible friends was really popping at the time right and um he wanted to make his own nft collection and he approached ben jammin at the time now, Ben Jammin, at the time, I was working with, like, me and Ben were working together at MFM NFT, which is, was his consulting and marketing sort of company, where we did uh, business development, commercial strategy, and community development, and, uh, sorry, I said that already, marketing for NFT projects that were coming out at the time. I was working on a bunch of different projects and stuff like that, but Ben wanted to create a new community for himself and his brand. Um, after recently having departed from Dizzy Dragons. So Dizzy Dragons came out August last year. It was a pixelated project of some dragons, like I think 5,000 or so. And I jumped in to work with Ben around October at the time because Dizzy Dragons was going into their second collection and dropped. Now, Dizzy Dragons was going through some internal disputes, right? Like the artist and Ben, who were partners at the time, weren't seeing eye to eye. The artist wasn't receptive to Ben's ideas and wanted to continue his own way. And then Ben wanted to continue his own way. So ultimately, Ben left to continue his own thing, which was working with other projects and consulting in the space. He had equity in a few projects and had a few different clients. And I went with Ben to continue that process. So Ed comes into the picture. Ed offers this to to Ben. They start talking about ideas. The ideas of fruits come up or food. Then Ed at the time is thinking, well, fruits are easy to kill and stuff like that. They're they're malleable and it doesn't seem weird when there's like violence attached to it because Ed has like a a comedic effect. He's the funny guy. He's silly, you know, and he's inspired by um, Marcus and all all these people. I'll I'll get deeper into what he's inspired by, but he wanted to create something that was easy to malleable and easy to kill and easy to replicate. So it was the fruits that came out. Around February, we experienced some turbulence in the space. Things were probably pretty hard. Like everyone was experiencing like bear market feelings. Everyone was already getting tired or burnt out. So Ben decided to step away. And I was like, well, I'm not stepping away. I'm still full force in the space. He's like, well, if you want, carry on this project and I'll support you from the sidelines. And I was like, shoot. I mean, I know how to work with projects behind the scenes, but I've never run my own project. This is going to be something. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. Jumped on board, right? I mean, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I'm talking to Ed. I'm talking, I, we, the art is far from ready. So it's just all ideas and stuff at this point, concepts. And if you see the Twitter page, it's existed since January, February, March, April. The Twitter page has existed since April, and we've been posting videos since May. So now what happened in May is a similar story as what happened to me with Lou. And my boy Ty's in here, and he was exactly what I'm talking about with Lou. Loop was a beautiful story for us. So with with Fruit Loops, we started doing comedy and entertainment to promote the NFT project in sale, which at the time, at first, I just thought this was going to be art, an art collection, because I didn't know how to provide utility at that moment, because 
I don't know. A lot of what's been going on in the space has been obviously based through art and projects have been sort of finding it through as they go. So I thought I was just going to help Ed Santos or Ed Motions, sort of like how Marcus Motions did it with Invisible Friends, have those projects be art. We started putting out comedy to promote that. And I, and along with Ed, was voice acting in this shit. And we popped the fuck up on TikTok, bro. Got 35 million views off the first joint. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? How does this keep happening? Where another banger comes out the window. And then, like, just another, like, big, like, punch to the face. Like, yo, wake up. Be doing this shit. And so I was inspired from then to make sort of a creative studio and create an animated TV series off of this animated adult anime adult animated comedy series off of this specifically because i wanted to create entertainment content like family guy simpsons because i think it matches my personality and who i am as an individual i'm an artist i'm a creator um and i feel like implementing this what we've done so far into the nft spaces i'm very familiar with and i'm very experienced in being in here every single day for the almost two years at this point you know to create this animated series and I have it powered by this NFT technology. So I created a company called Fruity Labs. Fruity Labs is an LLC based out of Florida. And, Flor and Fruity Labs is sort of like my invention of Larva Labs or Yuga Labs, which will be the creator of Fruit Loops and other creative endeavors through the NFT space powered by creative technology, uh, creative solutions, and um, entertain en entertainment. I think that's the way to bring the next people into the space by providing entertainment and content for new users like sort of how people started jumping on youtube or tiktok because they found this shit was funny or entertaining i'm trying to do this for the web3 space where people don't have to think about this shit being nfts i'm just trying to make people laugh and enjoy this shit simply without having to think about it so that's where i'm at with Fruit Loops. we can get into more of the details but that's sort of how it, it, it evolved in in a short little stint so so what goes so what goes all into i know your goal is to to make it a an animated series what goes into selling that to a network and have you already, uh, so, have you already made those those connections and yeah yeah right, go for it then. sure sure yeah so at first um i've went to a few studio producers here in miami which have recently moved to in the past uh coming up on three months now so uh it was sort of about who you know like uh the the answers that i kept getting was it's about knowing someone you know it's like who knows who or like who do you know you know how it's about that not necessarily like how good it is and i'm like okay it's the same gatekeeping bullshit that's been keeping creators and people of color out of these places for generations so i'm not gonna put up with that shit <laughs> i'm like fuck that i have blockchain i have the same distribution I have the same access, the same platforms. If I can get 35 million views by ourselves, then I can do that without anyone. So I was like, fuck that. We're going to do YouTube. We're going to do Instagram. We're going to do um, TikTok and continue putting out shorts through those platforms on our own, create our own platform. I'm partnering up with a Web3 native streaming platform called Rad NFTV, if you want to look them up. R-A-D-N-F-T-V. Now, they host a bunch of projects like Deadhead Skulls and a few animated series that have been existing in NFT space for a while. They'll be hosting our content, but it won't be exclusively on their platform. It's just me paying homage to what's already creating and existing in the space and collaborating with a, a popular existing platform that is trying to be the Netflix or Web3 native. Now, do I say they get there? I don't know. Likely not. But I support them and I do wish them the best and I'm going to collaborate with them and I'm going to continue building my platform on other streaming services like i said tiktok youtube instagram continue putting out shorts through there and then long form content on youtube as well and just putting together a season one proof of concept for the possibility that a network or a studio picks us up or continues to collaborate with us because i already formed the studio entity i'm going to continue putting out the content through that entity but hopefully being able to bring on other writers or actors alongside that are on that professional level to have that experience to continue putting out season two or season three but season one is going gonna, gonna to be solely community built and based like everyone is going to be able to contribute in ways like punchlines jokes they're going to be able to license their fruits to the show or create their own spin-off show they're going to be able to voice act so on and so forth like that that's going to be the proof of concept for season one powered by nft technology 
Bro, I am fucking sold. It is insta-like on this rad TV. I'm looking at it right fucking now. Um, I cannot. I, I'm. You got to get me in contact with these guys, man. I definitely uh, want to get these folks on the show. Uh, am, am I mistaken? Am I understanding this correctly? That if you stream with them, you can get it on. Uh, you can get their content on Apple TV, on Android, on PlayStation yep, VR. It's a, it's a downloadable app, bro. And there's like tokenization and earnings through that. Um, they have this whole system. And I'm not going to sit here and explain it and tell you like I know how it operates. I don't. But I know that they're making big steps. And they're also unlocking token gating and, and doing some quiet stuff behind the scenes that I can't say that I, I know which because I've been reading with them recently. So October 14th and November are dates to look out for for this platform. They're about to do massive, massive things in the space. So is this something to watch out for? Watch out for Web3 entertainment in general, natively built and Web3 stuff that has been occurring and going on behind the scenes for a while. Fucking awesome, dude. I, I am fucking, I'm loving, I'm, I'm absolutely loving what it is that I'm seeing right now. Robbie, thank you, bro. This is fucking alpha. I love this, bro. Oh, yeah. And there's people like you who's creating this podcast, people who are creating these platforms for themselves. Like, this is what we need to do in the space. Fuck the gatekeepers. Anyone else is trying to push us out that are not allowing us to create these things. We have the distribution means now. They don't know how to get in here. They can't compete with us because they don't know what we got going on. So fuck them and watch me continue to put out some fucking amazing content with me and Ed and whoever wants to join this journey with us. Bro, I just... And some of those animations up to the top uh, for people who want to check out some of the Fruit Loops stuff. Um, fucking awesome, bro. Funny as hell. Uh, yeah, who was the artist again? Can you, who's doing the art, Robbie? Ed Motions. Ed, E-D dot Motions. Got so it. he's got a few followers on Twitter, but he's got about 25,000 on Instagram, and he's got 225,000 on TikTok. Wow. So this guy is the real deal. He's done. He's done stuff with DoorDash. He's done stuff with Phase Clan. He's done. He's sold his art to people like Sartoshi in the space, and um, he's been on Foundation, Super Rare. He's on all those platforms. He's been in the space for a while, creating one of one art. This is his first collection and sort of generative collection into the space, and I'm going to be producing this alongside of him. We'll be continuing putting out great content through Fruit Loops, but ultimately the animated series are going to be called Bastard Fruity Friends. So BFF. <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, Robbie, fucking... this is awesome. This reminds me of an adult, like, Veggie Tales with yeah, fruit. For sure. Oh, really quick, while we're on artists, I'm sorry to interrupt, man, but I did need to promote this, and I didn't. Uh, we'll get right back into it. But, uh, hey, man, make sure you take out, check out 1980Ks. Uh, he's, got, uh, he's got a contest going on. He's trying to promote his planet so you can learn more about it. But uh, there's 101 current entries. The goal of these giveaways is to onboard uh, members to NFTs. Uh, you're going to get in real life products, project collabs, uh, planet lizard loyalty, which I'm excited more about. Um, but uh, you're going to have to be on All of Us Radio to win uh, when it's on. And yeah, man, you can win a custom pair of shoes. Uh, so check it out, 1980 rules. Yeah, 1980K is the man. I'm going to add to that. Trait merch will be matching the winner of the shoes with a custom pair of trait merch slots. So we'll be, uh, we'll definitely obviously be on the show when you guys win and we'll, we'll pick it then. But uh, yeah, double up. And then I guess the other thing that I needed to mention and, and failed to right now is uh, NFA, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm proud to be a part of that, that sponsorship uh, and that. Uh, you know and what they're doing there i can't wait to see what happens in vegas i know that uh i know that you're from uh miami now uh you left philly uh you left the philly crew to go to miami we still love you uh but i'm excited to see what they have going on in vegas uh he's got a 10-year lease on this space man it's gonna be an nft gallery uh it's where live events are gonna happen and things like that but as you started talking robbie about the art and artists i was like oh shit artist uh i gotta promote 1980 and i can't forget about the homies at nfa um so yeah, man, fucking not to detract from what you were saying, but uh, yeah, dude, Britt, you're right. Fucking those things look like adult veggie tales. So what are the storylines behind this, man? What do you, what, are you guys cooking that up now or what's that looking like? Yeah. So we're cooking that up right now. I'm writing stuff. Ed is writing stuff. We're constantly sharing like little shorts of like our favorite shows 
back and forth on on the on like Discord. Like we got Family Guy, Futurama stuff, Simpsons, SpongeBob. Like all of that being the inspirational content and sort of things. And um, we're crafting stories and tales right now. Now that's not going to necessarily be a direct arching storyline from episode one to episode six. I'm not denying the fact there is going to be one or not, but I'm saying think about more robot chicken style or more family guy as like Seth Green humor, where this little skits put together combining to create one larger overarching sort of tale and story. Yeah, um, we're, 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 I, I absolutely hear that. We're very familiar with that. Um, exactly. So, um, yeah, man, fucking, uh, beautiful dude uh I, i'm curious so what so the actual project man are, are you is this going to be nft based is it just gonna be what, what are we doing here how exactly do we get in on this so it's going to be nft based there's going to be five thousand five hundred and fifty five um supply five 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 okay the tokens are going to be zero point oh, sorry zero point one would be the public price of ethereum 0.1 Ethereum, so we're looking about 150 bucks. People are going to be able to buy this with their credit cards. So, for example, most of my audience and people that are liking the project are on other platforms like Instagram and TikTok. Those people aren't Web3 native, so I'm allowing them an option. I'm using CrossMint, C-R-O-S-S-M-I-N-T, CrossMint, that tool to implement smart contract coding into the minting process. People can mint through um, a credit card, and then there'll be a custodial wallet for those NFTs purchased through that credit card. Anyways, five 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 supply, four 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 for public sale at zero point one Ethereum price, and there will be two lists that will have the ability to mint for free. So there's going to be one thousand one hundred and eleven one 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 the ones the OGs people that support me and the people that have been growing alongside me in the space from the jump and like communities that I love and value um, and individuals that I love and value, diverse people, people of color, women, everyone who that, that's a sort of list I'm curating to these one 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 ones to be able to mint the project for free. There'll be um, one guaranteed free list, free mint list, FML, fuck my life, FMLs. And then two, the second list, will be whatever's left over after the guaranteed spot. So there's like a curation sort of for the one one ones. Those would be free mints and then public supply four 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 at zero point one Ethereum. Fuck yeah, bro. I'm curious to know. You, you know, you're talking a lot about about Instagram and things like that. Do you think that what Meta is doing uh, in terms of integrating NFTs into, into the platform that that's Do you think that's going to onboard new users? And and uh, is that kind of your hope as you release this uh, to that audience? No, I'm not even thinking about that. But I think it's a little cool, a cool little gimmick. I think it's neat for the people that already know about it like me and you and like everyone else in here i think that'll be cool to add i think people will start noticing it and sort of like what i was saying earlier things that are seamless people don't need to notice it they can just have that applicable oh cool what is this and then maybe through curiosity through noticing something they'll start implementing those into the things they want and what they desire i'm speaking on the fact i'm going to create demand based on what i do best which is art and entertainment I'm about to entertain people and bring them on and have them have the ability to purchase this product or collectible that's going to allow them the ability to contribute to the show creatively. So it'll be a creative platform and the token is your access tool to be able to contribute to the show. And on the same time, it acts as a collectible into the series. So all these characters can be featured on the show. You can be featured on the show. You can license the show to be featured on the show. You can give the fruit to an animator so he can animate and do a little side series. You can do whatever you want with it. Also. I'm planning on creating through my company, Fruity Labs, and creative technology that I'm trying to build and platforms. I want to build games. So you'll be able to have your fruit in the game. This is long-term vision. Have fruit in the game and be able to integrate and change the characters in different games based on the token that you have. So the token unlocks are sort of a different game, sort of like um, Temple Run or like Angry Birds or any like running sort of scrolling game like that. So if you see the art of the fruits, all the different animation traits will be sort of different games for the possibilities of the animations. And that's how I'm going to plan on integrating blockchain technology with sort of the creative aspect of this show, series, whatever creative studio that I'm trying to create. Beautiful, bro. I fucking, I love it, man. Uh, it was, is that, was that one of the driving factors of you moving to Miami or, or like what, what happened there? 
So I was in my in my head in Philly, really. I was feeling depressed. I was feeling down. I was progressing a long way. I've come and spent seven years of my life there in my undergrad and graduate series. Um, so, like, I felt like I was in the end of my ropes there. I didn't really have anything holding me back. All my jobs at the time, which I was in publicity and education during my time in school, um, at the time, I didn't need to do that in a physical place anymore. I started moving virtual. I started teaching online. All my publicity and clients that I was administrating and doing coordination for, working with Ben, all that stuff was online. So I was like, yo, I can go back home. I can go back home and figure out what I need to do. So I did a quick pit stop in Orlando, Florida, where my parents were, so I can figure out what I needed to do. And then I'm like, yo, all my connections, all the people that I want to be around that are truly building in the tech space and all the entrepreneurs that I want to be around are in Miami. And those circles I knew because of the circles I was running on with, in, with Ben Jammin through all the stuff that he was bringing me with in NFT NYC or Art Basel or all the relationships we started developing online through business development, all the phone calls we were running, all the VCs I was meeting. I was like, yo, all these guys are in Miami. And I got relationships with all of them because of Ben. I need to be there and be a face around these people so that I can continue building along them and they can help me proceed because I'm an entrepreneur. As a musician, I needed mentorship and guidance to grow in that space. So I'm like, how am I going to continue to grow as an entrepreneur and as a person working in blockchain and the NFT space by myself? You can't. You got to find the people that know this shit. The people that have been proclaiming this stuff and that speak un 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 arguable truths or like truths that are the most uh you know solid and not changeable so i was going to punk 6529 and like all the popular figures in the space but going back to what i was saying the people in person i wanted to be around so i was like miami's the place i'm gonna move to the place where they're all at they're in wenwood i'm gonna get right there i'm gonna move right into the neighborhood and they're not gonna push me away like i'm gonna be right there through this whole shit i'm gonna be building i'm gonna be around these people and leveraging these opportunities and these relationships to see to see my vision come to fruition Fruity. Bro, uh, dude, I, I'm with it, man. I absolutely understand uh, where you're coming from and what you mean. Um, Miami is popping when it comes to, to NFTs. You know what I mean? It, it is. And so I think you're in the in the right place at the right time. Um, really quick, just a, a simple shout out. I see, I see BitSM uh down there and i just want to point out that's a crypto dad tomorrow crypto dads is having a space for their one year anniversary i just wanted to throw that out there for anybody listening because uh, i own a couple of those and i like them and uh tomorrow's a one year anniversary and they're coming out with fucking beer dog and i can't wait for that um fuck yeah bro uh miami homie uh so you you're you're originally from uh, uh florida i assume that you're 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 getting on well uh describe to me a little bit about kind of uh uh what you've been up to since you've been there connections you've made things that you got popping off uh yeah tell me about life in miami bro so i was originally born in puerto rico by the way i'm puerto rican to the heart to the end i love my island um i what, what part I, of puerto rico I was born in Moca. My family's in Aguada. So I'm, I was born and raised in Aguada, basically, in like that northwest corner um, of, of Puerto Rico, right by the beach. Got it. I got a lot of uh, people from Bayamon. Um, yeah, so. right there, that sort of vicinity, Tincón, Aguadilla, that sort of area. So um, I'm from El Monte. I'm like a Jibaro. I'm like a hillbilly, basically, Puerto Rican. Like there was grass and farm and stuff like that kind of environment that i grew up in beautiful place to grow up i'm not gonna it, it, the family stuff is like beyond measure like i can't it's, I, it's unfathomable what, what they mean to me and what they've done for me in my life Who, who's so got, shout out up there who's got better better bro is it going to be philly or is it going to be florida be real with me okay it's there's no the meat for like the cheese steaks in philly you can't compete in florida people can't make that no, I, but like I, pernil or or patalios, like, yeah, like pork or or patalios. Who has who does it better? Who does the best Puerto Rican food out there? Is it Philly or is it Florida? I'm gonna say Orlando, Florida. Oh shit, I don't doubt it. I don't fucking I'm doubt say, it. I'm gonna say Orlando, Florida, number one. I, I might even say Philly does it better than Miami because Miami, some Cubano or Venezuelan or Argentinian. With no disrespect to those people, all love, but you can't make Puerto Rican food like Puerto Ricans. Yeah, so, I hear I'm gonna you. Say, Orlando, which is the mini Puerto Rico of the United States, even more so than New York City right now, just because of how many damn Puerto Ricans are in Orlando. 
crazy shit. Crazy. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry, bro, to throw you off there. I was just curious. I had to get that out there. But so what? So give me the talk. Give me the give yeah, me the Miami yeah. So Miami is great. I was originally from born in Puerto Rico, then moved to Orlando, and I was raised from in Orlando from like age six to eighteen before moving to Philadelphia. I'm 25 right now, so the last seven years I was in Philadelphia, basically. Miami's amazing. Miami's beautiful. I love Miami. Miami's like Philly combined with Orlando, combined with a lot of different stuff. It's like a flavorful city, like a lot of thriving stuff, fast-paced like city like I like personally now after living in Philly for so long. Um, it's happening. I think there's a few stuff going on here. Blockchain.com just bought tens of millions, if not 100 million worth of real estate out here in Wynwood right now. They're, just, they're developing huge, like, buildings and businesses out here that is, it's going to be popping. There's an office called Crypto League. That's the office I'm coordinated with. They're also a software and online platform. If you want to check them out, I've done consulting for them. And that's where my buddy and what my biggest, one of my biggest friends in the space, Rob Quintero, does um, his business at. And Rob Quintero was the one that got me into JPEG Morgan. Now, JPEG Morgan is an exclusive firm based on builders and VCs in the space that have been going on for a while. Um, through him, I was able to join that, that firm and have access to these people, like, I don't know, names. Like, there's, like, big names and builders in the space, like Mike Dudas, Keith Grossman, um, Will Reinhardt, uh, uh, David Goldberg, um, AJT from Goblin Town. Like, all these people are in that sort of, like, circle, Benjamin and Rogue and, uh, you know, like, just sort of, like, the who's who of Web3. They're in there. My boy and Robbie I, out here name dropping. Go, homie. Uh, listen, <laughs> do, I, do I deserve to be named among those people? Not by stature in terms of follower, by skill. You bet your ass, uh, yo, I need yeah. to know as much shit as they do. Guaranteed. Anyways, I don't really have the money they do. <laughs> 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 or like, built the same business. But I'm out here. And it was thanks to Rob. It's connection. So I appreciate the, all the love, homie. Thank you for what you've done for me. Hey. Um, if you but Robbie, uh, we look at you and we're like, but well, we don't have the ETH Robbie does. So, hey, you know what I mean? Hey, you're, yo, you're always up on somebody. Wallet. I, <laughs> take my wallet. Look at the blockchain. <laughs> it's open source. Take a look at it right now. <laughs> I'm good, Hovey. I don't want to be depressed, bro. I don't, I'm not trying to wallet check nobody right now. Uh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wait it out, bro. Hey, Robbie, Robbie, I just DM'd you a link, man. Go ahead and click that. Oh. No, oh kidding, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'll be fucking embarrassed right now. Um, yeah, man. Fucking. Uh, well, dude, I'm fucking happy for you, bro. I mean, I'm happy that you were able to. I, I'm, first of all, I'm a fan of all your fucking wins, dog. Uh, that's number one. Like, I, like, I, I'm, I, like, I love seeing that. I'm a huge fan of success. So I love hearing about all of your wins. You obviously qualified as the, as a DGEN, bro. Um, you know, I, I love that you're creating a product. I love your outlook on what Web3 is. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy uh, what it is that you're doing with the project and the platform that you, you plan on launching it on. Um, I'm, I'm fucking excited for you, bro. And, and it's fucking great to see uh, uh, another Philly dude fucking rise up and come out and fucking do something. And, and, and even better, it's a Latino, you know what I mean? So that fucking, uh, that, that doubles two boxes on my shit. So um, I'm just happy for you, bro. And, I, and I'm excited, man. And, and uh, I'm thankful that I get to know you. Um, I think it's going to be a fucking awesome ride and an awesome journey for you, bro, for sure. Dude, thank you. Touch my heart, and I I feel your gratitude and, and your thankfulness. So I, I I just want to reciprocate that. Like I appreciate the love so much. Like you don't even know what this means for you to invite me on this platform and like just to be able to talk a minute, you know, about myself and my project. Like people don't do that for each other in this space. Like they do, but I just really want to thank you and appreciate you for for this. And everyone and listening in here, like my homies, Rusiki, Bearded, Web Three. I know my boy Ty was in here. Love y'all. Thank Ty, you so much. Ty, oh, Ty's the thing. shit. We definitely got to get Ty on here. I'm going to give, I didn't say this before, but I'm giving everyone in Philly on the free mint list. I don't know what the number is. I think 150 to 200 mint opportunities, not in the first guaranteed window, but in the second one for the whatever's remaining out of the 111 supply, which should be a few hundred of them for Philly to be make sure that they get in there. So it's a little alpha. I'll be putting a pre mint in there soon. Um, the mint date will be at the end of March. Rev, Lord, make sure you get in there. 
and I, so I can hopefully get you one. I'll, I'll, I'll be there, buddy. I'll be there. I, I believe it. I, I just so you know, supply. I'm not getting any. I'm getting one, and you can check my wallets. I won't. I'm I'm getting what I can get, and then the rest of it will be for people. So the, it, it's as fair as I can do it. It's very curated. I'm w- one, and then public is going to be left. So um, I I hope everyone that I care about and respect can get one, and I'm trying to give that opportunity to them. Fuck yeah, bro. Uh, Eddie, Britt, anything else you want to add? I'm super excited for the animation to come out. I'm really excited to see what you do with Fruit Loops and can't wait to watch. I'm, I'll be watching you, Robbie. Fuck yeah, bro. Uh, and also, man, if you happen to know anybody at the platform, bro, let me know. Um, I would love to get them on. I'm going to reach out to them no matter what, but if you have an in there, uh, I definitely want to know uh because that fucking that that whole thing ruled bro rad uh dude yep. so uh, either cameron or john um i can definitely get you in touch with them i'm gonna be meeting with them this week again i just spoke with them earlier today um so i'll mention you and that yeah, we connect you I love it, dude. Homie, uh, Robbie, thank you so much for this, man. This has been fucking, this has been amazing, bro. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Uh, make sure that you follow him. Make sure that you follow uh, Fruity Labs. Uh, get in on this, man. This is going to be fucking fun. It's going to be a great journey. Um, check out the Down Bad Hotline. Uh, if you want an ad, make sure you pick up the ad token. Fucking Lord's Little Villains is still fucking minting. Uh, you help us do awesome things like the Derby that we just did. Make sure to check out 1980K's competition. Uh, check out NFA. Uh, fuck, man. And dude, everybody that showed up, man, thank you very much. I love every single one of you. Thank you so much for showing up. Uh, and remember, homies, it's not about one of us, it's about all of us. Peace.